world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalizing spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I'm here with my partner in truth, Andrea. This is a show on the Red Pill Project where we go over the morning news and events and discuss the happenings in the world. And on Fridays, we have the Friday Funnies edition where we read parody articles and go over the memes that everybody's been making and go over the news in a more lighthearted, easy-going way as we go into the weekend. Today's October 11th, 2022. It's a Tuesday. It's a hump day eve. This uh, <laughs> It's a beautiful day over here in the Pacific Northwest. Cold, cloudy, and moist. Andrea, hey. good morning. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. You got the same weather we do. <laughs> it is cold. It is cloudy. It is wet. It's just dreary outside. It's a good day to curl up on the couch with a blanket. And guess what? I get to do that. Oh, so, son of a gun. I, I know. So nice. I have laundry that is calling my name and a kid that needs to be educated and all kinds of stuff. So no rest for the weary, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm sure I'll catch you here sometime. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what my day brings me. It's pretty busy till the afternoon with uh podcast stuff but then um i'm i need to check i might go try to find some bait tonight at the beach (coughs) we'll see yep it's always a good thing to have especially if you're trying to catch fish and stuff yeah 
So. Yeah, we'll see what today brings, but mostly busy. If I could fit in any type of recreation, I'll be lucky. But yeah. we'll see. I'll try. There you go. Even if it's just 10 minutes, Maybe, go for a walk. Or half like, an hour, whatever. <laughs> the real, the best way to get an extra bit of recreation is have like a tiny bit of an extended lunch, I found. <laughs> that usually does the trick. Yeah, it's, it's my life hack. <laughs> I'm usually eating lunch while I'm doing something else. So right, oh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't been eating lunch at my studio. I've just I leave and I do. I just good. unplug. It's been good. You should. Yeah. Everybody needs time. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Balance. Exactly. Well, good morning, Red Pill family. Um, over there, we're here streaming live on Foxhole. D Live is up and running. Thank you guys for joining us over there. We've had some technical issues the last couple days. We apologize for that, but it looks like we are tip top Magoo once again. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we are also live on Twitter now on Josh's uh, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Red Pills, what is it? Shit. Red Pill the World. Red at Red Pill the World. So please, if you're on Twitter, retweet the live show at Red Pill the World. I didn't update the title, unfortunately, but uh, please retweet us. Retweet us. We don't know how long we'll last, so retweet us while you can. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Because you never know with censorship how how long we're actually going to last on social media. Yeah. My I always have a hard time. I have to remind myself that I have to be careful what I say on there because, yeah, I've had more than one account deleted on Twitter. So as much as I hate their platform, um, I hate getting kicked off of things even more. So Yeah. I just, you know, I, I, you know, here's what I tell myself. I'm like, you know what? They might be able to control what I placed on their platform, but they cannot yeah. control what goes through my head. <laughs> so I can still think it. <laughs> they can't figure out a way to stop that from happening. So They can't control yep. it yet, but they're trying. They are trying, but they will never control me as far as my thoughts go. That's good. Anyway, what say you? Are you ready for... Finance? Uh, yeah, just one moment, and we'll talk a little bit about what's happening in the financial I'm realm. No, you're not. I'm just trying to um, send this link out to a couple people, get them, get their butts in here. <laughs> get over here. Come check it out. Check out the show. All right. Where are you? All right. Yeah, let's get into it. We're gonna start with finance. Everybody's favorite topic, especially all you nerds out there. I'm just kidding. Well, kind of half kidding. I'm kind of a nerd. I kind of find it fascinating watching this. It's like watching, you know, it's like watching a crash in real time. It's like watching a traffic accident that you know is going to happen. Yeah, it's a slow motion collapse. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a beautiful thing Can't to hold. Can't turn away. These are historical moments, you guys, that we're going through together. It's quite phenomenal, even though mm-hmm. it's extremely negative. Yeah. Um, Jenica said that she thinks she found my doppelganger. And it's not Mario. <laughs> well, Are you Luigi? <laughs> send it. I want to see this. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Air Force Vet, for the ice cream. I appreciate it. <laughs> good morning. Good to see you. Oh, my goodness. And it looks like Grits donated ice cream as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of you guys. 
I know we kind of have the Battle of the Streams going um, too, but it's a lot less in the morning than it is during Josh's show. So yeah, we'll acknowledge yeah. you and go through yeah. it. I think usually, yeah. yeah, we'll see where we'll see where we go today. We usually get a couple people to donate and stuff. So uh, oh, we're, yeah. if you you know want us to give you a shout out or whatever, you've always got that option there. And oh, shoot. we try to kind of pay attention to the. The chats and stuff. So. Oh yeah, chat away, please and please. If you're on uh, Rumble, leave a comment on something regarding uh, your opinion on a story, or you know whether you agree or disagree, or just how much mm -hmm. you love the show. It helps us justify our presence here, and uh, we appreciate the feedback. We do we do go through all the comments and whatnot, so we do highly appreciate it. And mm -hmm. please hit those Rumbles. Let's get those rumbles going. All right. Well, and thank you for everybody who listens on the audio podcast. We really appreciate you. And we see you over there, wherever you're listening to the audio on the podcast apps. All right. Let's talk about finance. All right. Let's do it. Okie dokie. <clears throat> well, let's take a gander. Mother of all market crashes is coming. Financial cycles Analyst Aaron Brickman tells Mike Adams. So on Mike Adams' show, he had Aaron Brickman on, uh, a, you know, Mike Adams, a.k.a. Health Ranger, and on October 2nd. And he said human psychological conditions and cosmic events are setting up a potential catastrophic market crash that could happen this October. <laughs> it's interesting that he connects it to the cosmic events, though. It's kind of cool. I'm like, hmm... Right. This could even be this could be way bigger than 1929. Right now, that's where I'm leaning. That's what I'm where I'm leaning towards. This is to be, this is going to be the mother of all crashes. Brickman said. The financial cycles analyst noted the market crashes in 1929, 87, 97, and 2008 all happened on the exact lunar date. Quote, really? The panic phase and all these crashes are about 12 to 15 day trading period that occur with a full moon within six weeks of a solar eclipse. Oh, my gosh. In when, so when is that scheduled to happen? Well, we just had a full moon. We did just have a full moon. Oh, so it could be, yeah. Yeesh. Brickman said almost all the crashes in the fall of the 1800s also fit the same signature. The former Wall Street market analyst noted the, that the markets move in cycles or waves. He said the, that the exact same formations could be seen in the market crash charts. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, oh, okay. The banking system. Okay. Yeah. I'll stop there. So, um, I find this interesting and also I'm specul. I'm, I'm, I'm a skeptic when it comes to this, because if this was the case, this guy could be a billionaire, right? Just trading the moon and the stun, the stars. Right. <laughs> Technically. Theoretically. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, and but, maybe that's how some of these people, became millionaires and stuff you know but we've been talking for a while that our thoughts were that what it, when this happens it's going to be worse than than the 20 in 29 yeah so could be you know we've kind of been anticipating this for a while and yeah. that it'll come back up which is scary because when people talk about the 1929 crash it's like mm -hmm. You can't even fathom what it was like. It was right. just devastating, and you know. Uh, so, what do they call this one? The Second Great Depression. The Great. Uh, I don't know. 
you know, you really can't call. I mean, I guess you could theoretically call it the Great Reset, but I hate to use their terminology. But that's really, in, in essence, what it is. We call it the communist, the communist depression. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <spitballing laughs> You guys leave a Pumping. comment. <laughs> leave I guess comment. it doesn't really matter what you call it, right? It's yeah. just a name is a name. Comment the name of the depression as it will be known in history books or what it should be known <laughs> as. That'd be cool. Right. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And we get to live through all of this. Yay, lucky us. I know. We're so lucky. We are kind of lucky in other regards. Mm. Some regards. Some. All right. Well, so that was an interesting story. Um, fascinating, fascinating stuff that there's. I, I'm interested in the date date correlations and the moon. Yeah, that caught my attention. I was like, yeah, yeah, and then that full moon that we just experienced. I feel like full moons fuck with me, man. And Kevin, my cat. Um, yesterday morning was weird to me, and I was like, I I blame the moon. See, and for me, it was like last night. I haven't been able to sleep very good the last couple of days. And I woke up in the middle of the night with a headache. And so, yeah, it's just been, oh, the last couple of days have been kind of odd. I didn't feel very good yesterday. So. Well, I hope that all passes and you're feeling better soon. Maybe by the end of the show. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> I've taken my profit, so we'll oh, see. <laughs> I, those days are the worst, man. Yeah. I had one uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm always like, why know. is this happening? You know, did I eat bad food? Am I just like too stiff? I need to stretch or like, what's the deal? And I try to like, okay, let me eat something healthy. Let me get hydrated. Let me stretch. And if that doesn't work, I start being like, I have cancer. I'm dying. I'm <laughs> Don't do that. Don't what? do that. Your what? mind, your mind can actually manifest that stuff. Don't do that. I'm just saying, you go going there, man. I told. I have a friend of mine that's like that. I love her to death. She doesn't listen to my show because she thinks I'm crazy, but it's okay. And she's all the time. She's like, "Oh my god, I got cancer." I'm like, "You don't have cancer." I'm like, "Just stop." I was like, dude, I'm like, one of these days you're going to die of cancer because your brain is going to manifest itself into that. <laughs> it's like, true. stop. It's true. That's actually true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but it's so hard. And then, you know, Be health. <laughs> we've all Googled an ailment and then realized like, it tells you you're dying and or you're seeing like, those oh. commercials and you're like oh my god i have that and then i'm like i'm not taking that pill yeah i'm not taking this stupid pill may cause you may never sleep again it may cause explosive diarrhea it may cause this and that and this and that and this you and may that. die you may have sudden death or thoughts yeah, exactly. of suicide I, I love how they i love how they do this they're like take this pill for your itchy skin but it may cause death no thanks yeah. i'll deal with the itchy skin <laughs> <laughs> nice try, big pharma. Right? Uh, you killing me that easy. <laughs> yeah. Daisy gifted a cookie, quookie, with a Q. Thank you so much, Daisy Chains. Right, we appreciate it. All right. Let's see here. Federal Reserve announcement. Six large banks will participate in pilots, climate scenario, or social credit system. Hmm. What the hell? Get your money out of those banks. Get your money to the banks. This or is anybody that's associated with those banks. Shit hit the fan plan. Federal. So uh, let's read the article here. 
The Federal Reserve Board has announced that six of the nation's largest banks will participate in a pilot climate scenario and analysis exercise. This is designed to enhance the ability of supervisors and firms to measure and manage climate-related financial risks. This is some bullshit. The pilot exercise will be launched in early 2023 and is expected to conclude around the end of the year. At the beginning of the exercise, the board will publish details of the climate, economic, and financial variables that make up the climate scenario narratives. Oh, I can't wait for those bullshit reports. Um... The banks in the pilot exercise are Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley, and Wells Fargo. In the coming months, the board will provide additional details on how the exercise will be conducted and the scenarios will be used in the pilot according to the Federal Reserve's official government website. According to the dossier, dossier on Substack, the, pilot's pro, the pilot program is big for the Fed and is really about a social credit system disguised as climate economics. The Federal Reserve has taken a major step in the direction of facilitating an ESG-compliant monetary network that effectively acts as a parallel system to that of the Chinese Communist Party's infamous social credit scoring system. In other words, the Fed is working with the big banks to monitor their ability to comply with the ruling class's preferred enviro-status uh, technocratic tyranny. The, the unaccountable people behind the American money printer claim that this exercise is exploratory in nature and does not have capital consequences. What this means is that the Fed is clearly leaning into the climate hoax narrative or the pseudo-scientific idea that humans are catastrophically impacting the climate, but not because they somehow care about the environment. The climate narrative is the chief rhetorical facilitator for the ESG environmental, social, and governance movement. The ruling class will need a central bank digital currency and a social credit system in order to make sure our enslavement is permanent. Once it's all controlled by them digitally, we will literally have no say in our lives. If we allow this to happen, we will be on a technological artificial intelligence platform we cannot escape ever. And here's the meme. A man is nonetheless a slave because he is allowed to choose a new master once in a term of years. Oh my god. That's deep. That man. is the truth. That's deep, bro. So here we go. All these banks are doing it. Uh, I'm not going to be participating in their shenanigans. Nope. Oh, yeah, if you Lord. get money in any of those banks, get it out. Go. You know, I have always been a big proponent of uh, credit unions. Mm -hmm. I currently have an account with a credit union, I have for a very long time. Um, it's been years since I've been in a bank. Yeah, I use one of those banks, and I need to get out of there. And um, I, I, I think I told this story, but I'm going to tell it again. I went to the bank to uh, get cash because I lost my um, debit card, or I had fraud. I had fraud, so I canceled my card, and I went to go get a new card at the bank because I had to yeah. make some purchases. And so I go to the bank to get a new card and they're like this is a digital branch you can't get a card we don't issue cards here you could um you could set up a card on your phone a digital a digital wallet and yeah. you could spend your money that way and i was like i don't want to spend my money that way they're like well if you put the digital wallet on your phone then you could withdraw money from the atm and I was like, fuck. And it was pretty much like either I had to drive a few miles to another bank or I had to just comply to their stupid shit. And I just did it. I was like, fuck it. I'll get the digital wallet. I withdrawed cash and I 
moved on with my life, but right. I, I, it's so weird. I was like a digital branch. I went in there and it was like a lounge and no bank tellers. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's um very weird. It's definitely very weird. I just, I would much rather, I don't know. I like the credit unions. I don't like banks. I haven't liked banks for a long time. I like credit unions. You're actually, it's they're member owned. So right. part of the money that you use to start your account is designed to, it's your portion of that share of that branch. So, and all of them have different fees and stuff as far as I go. Sometimes it's $25, you know, sometimes it's $10 or $5 or whatever the branch specifies. But that gives you that share so you own shares of that company. And um, I, I just like it a lot better. I, I'll never go back to a traditional bank again. Mm-hmm. And if your credit union, if you've got a good credit union that knows how to manage their money well, then they'll. I think they'll actually be around for longer than the central banks will. Hmm. What happens Maybe. after that, I don't know, but. Who knows? That's just my theory. Um, but, you know, that is a good segue into our next article. We're going to kind of go a little bit out of order here. Okay. Uh, before we get to U.S. news. But I found this article this morning, and I thought it was really good, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Um, awesome. It says, "Do," and it's another one by Natural News. Do not fear the collapse, for it is necessary to dismantle the evil cabal and give humanity a path to freedom. An engineered global collapse is underway right now. If you're reading this, you already know the score. Coming financial collapse, engineered mass famine, and vaccine bioweapons, the possibility of nuclear war, the Great Reset agenda, and much more. There's no question the collapse, which has already begun, will be a chaotic event and billions of people will needlessly suffer as globalists strangle world supplies of food, energy, and money. However, the aftermath of the collapse also presents humanity with an opportunity to choose a different future. After this current tyrannical system is wrecked, it is in the it is in this choice the humanity can find freedom and prosperity. That's the subject of my situation update podcast below. This dynamic also reminds us that we must prepare to survive the collapse so that we can participate in the next society that rises out of the ashes of this current failed system. Only those with a heartbeat, obviously, will have a say in the structure of civilization in the post-collapse era. To survive and thrive, humanity must shift from a centralized fake civilization, fake news, fake science, fake pandemics, fake money, fake education, fake biology, fake terrorism, etc., to a decentralized society rooted in morality and reality. This means bringing food production to the local level, where small-scale farm provide, farms provide redundancy and resiliency. Education must be local, too, instead of having children subjected to centrally planned indoctrination agendas pushed by groomers and pedophiles pretending to be teachers and counselors. The future of money will be found in decentralization, which gold and silver automatically achieve. There's no central bank that issues gold, for example, and the supply is limited to the laws of physics and geology, since it's very difficult to mine. Similarly, technologies also exist for decentralized financial transactions and decentralized speech where no central authority can decide to silence you because they don't like what you're saying. Humanity can never be free as long as it suffers under centralized control. 
Fortunately for us, all that centralized system is self-destructing at an astonishing pace. And yet, unfortunately for us all, that system will cause tremendous destruction as it goes down in flames, meaning that those who fail to prepare for the fallout may not survive the transition to post-globalism world. So I'm going to skip the part about PayPal because it's not necessary. Um, The current system is rooted in pure evil and we should celebrate its collapse. Fortunately for us all, the current system is already in a state of accelerating collapse. The fake fiat currency money system is on its last legs. The credibility of the Western medical system and all its fake enforcers, CDC, FDA, HHS, Big Pharma, has utterly collapsed. The people no longer even trust the FBI or the DOJ, both of which the people see as being weaponized against conservatives, Christians, and pro-life advocates. Rather than fearing the collapse, we should welcome the change. What awaits humanity after the dumpster fire of this current tyrannical regime finally turns to ashes is a world of far more opportunity, abundance, and freedom. Imagine running a small business without forced lockdowns or 87,000 IRS agents stalking your account. Accountant, imagine a world where you have the right to buy firearms or self-defense without being without fear of being turned into a felony criminal by the ATF's ever-changing and maddening rules. Imagine a world where the money you earn and save isn't losing nearly 2% per month and purchasing power due to endless money printing by a central bank that functions as a criminal cartel, empowering Satanists and criminals while funding endless wars and bioterrorism. Imagine a world where you can speak freely on all the dominant and social media platforms without being banned or deplatformed. This is the world that's coming after the collapse of the current Luciferian system, and it's a world that terrifies the tyrannical left, because the only way they can remain in power is by cheating, censoring, and threatening their way to dominance. The gullible class and how leftists are destroying themselves are clearing the way for more qualified people to determine the future of human civilization. So he goes over the things that he talks about in his podcast. So the global class of people believe all of the following. The hurricanes never happened before the invention of the combustion engine. The children can choose to change their gender before they're ever born. That a man can get pregnant. That the dollar will always exist and have zero risk of collapse. That money printing doesn't cause inflation. That government is honest and looking out for the little guy or gal. That no person ever needs a gun because the government will protect you. That shutting off all fossil fuels and causing energy scarcity will achieve a green economy. The powerful mega corporations want to help people more than they want to generate profits. That all vaccines are safe and effective, even when there's no evidence to support such a conclusion. That prepping is stupid and only crazy people think outages may occur. As a result, the gullible class, people of people are one, fully vaccinated, two, fully unprepared for disruptions and shortages. This means that many of them will die from vaccine injuries, famine, scarcity, social unrest, and so on. Interestingly, as these are the people who interfere with a society rooted in freedom, abundance, and the rule of law, their self-removal from society will help spur the adoption of new ideas that will make the next society more decentralized, resilient, and free. They are, in essence, speeding the evolution of human freedom by removing themselves from society through vaccine suicide, starvation, and allowing themselves to be killed through violence that will erupt across blue cities when the financial collapse accelerates. Remember, these people are anti-police and pro-criminal, and they are about to find out the consequences of such foolishness. The oblivious masses, in other words, are going to see their entire reality collapse. And then he talks about his documentary. Damn. Um, That's hard, but, but I think it's pretty damn true. It is. And, you know, here's the truth of the matter is that at that point of the collapse, when we see that happening, I think that's where the real precipice is. Mm. What does humanity do at that moment? 
do they choose freedom? Because see, it's up to us. Mm -hmm. This is the beauty of all of this, is that all we have to do is say, no, we're not participating in your ESG garbage. I don't need that. I'm going to grow my own food. No, I'm not registering with the USDA. I'm not putting my money in the bank. I'm going to barter and trade with local groups that have what I need. I don't need all of this stuff that you're trying to push off on me. Absolutely. That is the real path to freedom. It is. Is when you let go of all of these modern day conveniences that we all have, you know, what happens when they say, oh, well, in order to have a smartphone, you have to, what do you do? Do you say, oh, I can't live without my smartphone. I, I must participate in their ESG and DEI standardization. No, you say, screw it. I don't need a smartphone. Who cares? Honestly, I, I can't even tell you the amount of times that I literally don't need a phone. Yeah. You know, how, how often do you really participate with people that are outside of your own community? Other than family members, which I get, because I have family Never. members in different states and stuff. Hardly ever. But yeah, mostly hardly ever. You know what? Write them a letter. <laughs> Morning coffee <laughs> is going to be, we're gonna, we'll uh, release a series of letters in a pamphlet once a month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, you do have to think about we, that. We're you know, fine. Do, I think your point is you we're fine. We're we fine, are fine without all that stuff. We are. We're absolutely fine without all that stuff. And this is humanity's chance to shine because they're right. When this collapses, you're going to see crime skyrocket. And we're already seeing crime skyrocket. Okay. Um, not to get sidetracked, but just as a point of note, um, and Vince already knows this, but this last weekend, I went grocery shopping with my family and I didn't feel very good. Um, and so I decided to stay in the car while my family was in this grocery store. Well, it was a busy day at the grocery store. We ended up parking in the back of the parking lot. Long story short, I ended up having somebody circling my car, stalking me. Um, scared the hell out of me. And so I am one of those smart people who has extremely good situational awareness. I always know what's around me, even if I'm not fully paying attention. I always know what's around me. And I saw this guy drive. He walks out of the store, gets in his truck, bald head, red pickup truck. And then he circles around. When he comes back around, he's got a hat on. And instantly it sparked my attention because there was something different. And then when he drives back around again, now all of a sudden he's got one of those net gator things on that's pulled up over his face. Wow. He went around multiple times. Long story short, I ended up, you know, pulling out my heat that I pack with me because I'm not going to be anybody's victim and I moved the core. <laughs> so I got myself out of a very bad situation, but you know, if I hadn't been as aware, I could have been a victim and I could have put myself, could have left myself in a situation that was very dangerous. So, and let me tell you, Billings is not a huge city. It's got 150,000 people or less. So this, we're not, and it's the biggest city in Montana. So we're not talking about some huge city with millions of people in it. Yeah. And if that can happen in a place like this, I guarantee you it's going to and does happen in places all over the Everywhere. United States. Everywhere. 
So you need to be very aware of your surroundings, but we're only going to see this increase as this collapse happens, which yeah. is my point in bringing this up. People are so mentally unstable and desperate, and there's evil people out there. There was a conversation yesterday going on with some friends, and they're just like, how is this still happening? Mm -hmm. The vaccines, the fake news, the death. Just we know, we know that they're bad. We know what's going on. We know it's genocide. How is this still happening? And the fact of the matter is, there's evil, fucked up people out there, and there is. some people just don't give a shit. And then there's also really dumb people. But the fact of the matter is, there's evil people out there. We need to protect ourselves and be hyper aware of what's going on. I like, I think you do this as well. You like to see the entrance to where you are. You like to be able to see what the hell's going on, who's coming in, who's going out, just in case you have to make a move. Yeah, and I've always been one of those. I was, my dad trained me, I guess, from a very young age. And so it's about situational awareness. And so one of the things that I've just done throughout my whole life, and I do it without even thinking about it, it's like second nature, is anytime I go anywhere, I'm constantly, I just scan back and forth. And yeah. I and I use reflective surfaces to see what's behind me, what's around me, and that's outside of my normal vision. Yeah. Um, and that's just what I do naturally. I don't even think about it anymore. I just automatically do it. Yeah. And if you're alone, especially if you're alone, don't make eye contact with people you don't know. Don't talk to strangers. Eye contact does encourage them to come over and talk to you. It's These little things can save a life, even though maybe it's uncommon for these things to happen. They do happen, and there's weirdos out there. Don't talk to strangers. The old thing we've all been told our entire lives really holds firm in just keeping you out of the drama or the danger, yeah. dangerous situations. And there's drug drug addicts and crazy people. It's like you ought to be careful it's out there. You really do. I will say this, though. There is a time where eye contact with, with a stranger is very important. Like this weekend with the situation that I was in. I wanted this guy to know, I see you. You have got my attention. And you aren't going to sneak up on me. I wanted, and see, in a situation like that, it's good to do that. Because at one point... He looked over at me and I made eye contact with him. Oh, really? He instantly looked away. Hmm. And, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that if they are if they are a criminal and they're planning something nefarious, you look at them and if you make eye contact with them, they know that you're going to be able to identify them to law enforcement. And so I wanted this guy to know You've got my attention, and I've got my eye on you. You're not going to pull something over on me. And, you know. Not um, being Swiss cheesed. Yeah, exactly. Because, I'm sorry, if, and I was, I was more than prepared if I would have needed to defend myself. And I would have had no problem doing it. I would have just, I would have unloaded on him until I had no ammo left. And that's what I would have done. So it's one of those things where, and I would have had every right to do that. It is my right to defend myself and protect myself. Hmm. So, like I said, I'm not going to be anybody's victim. Yeah, man. People are crazy. But yeah, it's just crazy. So be, be careful and be aware when you're out there, you know, and if you have children, 
talk to them about this stuff. Even when they're little, you don't have to talk about all the scary stuff, but just, you know, make it a game while you're out with your children. Hey, tell me all the things you see, you know, play a game. Tell me all of the things that are blue that you see, you know, make it, make it like a I spy game, right? Um, teach your kids how to be aware of their surroundings because most of the people that I saw in that parking lot that day were doing this and they're on their phone as they're walking through the parking lot. They have no clue mm -hmm. that there was danger in that parking lot and they could have been just as much of a victim. Yeah, They could have been a more of a victim than I could potentially have been because I was aware. Yeah, and I see the videos all the time of people committing crimes or attacking each other or just robbing each other. So bad, man. Exactly. Uh, I want to take a second and look at our uh, comments. Patriotic Pisces donated two diamonds. Thank you, Summer. Appreciate it. Meow, meow, time donated two ice cream. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And hey, I just want to give a shout out to my fellow Montanan. Randy Kelly is back in the house. Woo -woo. Yeah. Hope everything's so, good, Randy. I absolutely loved your your uh, trailer reaction video on YouTube. Oh, very cool. Yeah. He said he's been busy for a while, so he's been out. I know we haven't really seen much of him lately, so. Yeah, well, when you get a chance to settle down, down, jump in, you know where to find us. Thank you. We'll be on the social red pill. Yeah. Come say hello when you get a chance. We want to know what you're working on, what you got going on. Come share it. For sure. Yeah, that video was actually really great. And then it was well produced. And then the ending, like, was it was really good. It was really well done. It kind of. I'll have to go check it out. I saw that he posted it on the oh God, app. So I just good. hadn't had a chance to go see it yet. Maybe we busy. should repost it. We should repost it. I'll send it to you, too. Okay, cool. That's good. <laughs> I, I like his stuff it's i think he's really good at what he does so <laughs> yeah it's kind of inspiring i'm like all right cool cool yeah um all right what do you say we get into some more stuff thanks for sharing that it. story that's important yeah i thought it was you know it's a really great reminder you know there's gonna be a lot that we're gonna, all gonna have to deal with emotionally um, because I know a lot of us have family members that are vaccinated and it's going to be a hard pill to swallow, but we just have to keep looking forward and moving forward. You can't give up. You know, um, the unfortunate part about it is, is that whether we like it or not, our family members are going to die anyway, even without the vaccine. None of us live forever. We're well, all going to have to face that inevitable loss. It, granted, the timing may suck on it, but right. But at some point, yeah, we're still all going to face loss. None of us live forever. Yeah, <sighs> I'm not going to live forever. Someday, my kid's going to have to bury me. We well, might live forever. I don't want to live forever. What about like 300 years? No. 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 If you could live 300 I'm, years. I'm ready to ascend on to something else, honestly. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> but at some point. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. I, wouldn't I don't mind. want to be stuck in this whatever this is. <laughs> Not forever. Just maybe a little longer. I don't know. 
I don't know. We'll see. I guess when the anyway. day comes. <laughs> Let's move on. That's a debate for maybe Saturday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden, the illeg- illegitimate commie president. Uh, he brokered a railroad union deal, and of course it falls apart. Remember the fake news where they're like, oh my gosh, the railroad protest thing, and then they're like, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden, Biden saved it all. Yeah. <laughs> no. It falls apart. Um, President Joe Biden's tentative railroad union deal fell apart on Monday after a freight rail workers union rejected it, raising fears of a looming strike. Here we go. We're back in it. They put it off for about a month. That's pretty good. Great job, fake news and Joe Biden and your pitiful attempt. Well, Go ahead. This is all just going to shut everything down right before Thanksgiving and Christmas. So get your butter, get your stuffing. Yeah, get your butter and butter. Butter. Yeah. Turkeys, hams. I don't even know if that stuff is in the store anymore. I don't trust those turkeys. I don't know about you. I just don't. I'm like, I don't want your farm turkey. I want something good, maybe. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've got we've got wild turkeys here in Montana, so Ooh. I'm gonna go. Maybe I should go send my husband out to shoot one. We've got town turkeys. I was thinking about, you know, and the bastards, they come in and they eat my flowers and shit. And so I'm like, I wonder if I could just open the window of the basement. You know, sit there with a bow and arrow. I want a bow and arrow. One of them off. Yeah. I <laughs> Tim has been telling me, like, every time I talk to Tim, because we just keep, we uh, keep up with each other a little bit. Like, what are you doing? What are you working on? What's going on? You know, every single time. Get a bow and arrow, get a bow and arrow, get a bow and arrow, because it's just a cool thing to have, and it's a smart thing to have for a survival situation. Mm-hmm. And I've just been like, I don't want another thing I get obsessed with. I don't want to be shooting my bow and arrow every single day. And then that oh, hobby is my... expensive, too. And I did some research and all this, and I was like, I'm going to get fishing gear first. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my husband would take that stance, but no. <laughs> Every expensive hobby. He's like, I should get this. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. So. so, yeah, we we have we have those. I could probably theoretically grab my son's bow because him and I are about the same size now. It's sad. He's 11 and he's the same size as his mom. Height wise. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm like. Don't mess with me, kid. I'll still beat your ass. <laughs> I don't care how big you are. <laughs> that, that's like that's like my brothers, me and my brother and my mom. Uh, she was short, but she could kick really high. <laughs> so you don't want to fuck with her. <laughs> exactly. Don't miss. Don't. Uh, yeah. Misunderestimate me. Underestimate me. As far as that goes. Anyway. This is really interesting. Elizabeth Warren was in the news this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I skip? Tulsi Gabbard. That's okay. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard announces she's leaving the Democratic Party. Um, so here's my thoughts on this. Is I don't trust her. She's a W World Economic Forum young global leader. Yeah. All it went through all of that. She's a globalist elite, but. Sometimes I kind of wonder with the way that she's been very vocal over the past two years and right. stuff. Um, maybe she's starting to see that this is not the way that things need to go. Maybe <sighs> she's come to her senses. But maybe I don't. I'm on the fence with that one. You yeah, know, so I don't, I don't like it. And it's going to take a lot of action for me to even <laughs> consider 
this right. as uh, but, legit. Want to watch the video? Sorry, you can Well, here, I had a thought, though. Yeah. Before we watch the video. I think that the timing of this is very interesting because she's doing this. She's publicly pulling away from the Democratic Party right before the midterms. That is an interesting move. And if you think about the timing of it. Yeah. There's it's things that make you go. Hmm. Yeah, right? I think there's more than meets the eye here. I don't know the plan. I don't know what the hell she's doing, but I think she ah. is a World Economic Forum puppet. I think if she came out and denounced Klaus Schwab and started actually doing things, then I might change my mind. But right now I'm like. Well, she's not even in politics, so she doesn't actually currently hold office, so she can't do anything. Well, I mean, maybe not. I mean, she could do, she could still do things, but not from a political standpoint, I guess. Right, yeah, she doesn't currently hold, I mean, she could do, she can do what, I guess, what any citizen can do. Yeah. Because that's all she is, is a private citizen at this point. She's, but I do find it very interesting that she's pulling away from the Democratic Party. Yeah, let's see what she publicly said. Right because before. Yeah. The way she came out is pretty, the way she speaks is pretty bold in this, and it just makes me more skeptical. I don't know why. Let's watch. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. You know... I think I think on some level the Democrats realize they've gone too far. <laughs> and and I think that this is a way of bringing them back more to center, right? Instead of the far far left. So, when I see stuff like that, it just it doesn't give me hope that she's like turned over a new leaf, right? Cuz I really don't I I really don't believe she has. I think. I think. She, I, I think I, it's. I think she sees the need to go more back to center because that's where Americans are, until such a time as, because I think a lot of those Democrats, in all honesty, realize that they fucked up, and they're like, "Oh shit, people aren't ready for this yet. People aren't brainwashed enough. People aren't indoctrinated enough." Um, too many people are waking up and they realize they have to go back underground again. And so I think that that's what they're doing is they're using people like her 
to bring that back to center because their plan is failing. That's the way that I look at it. Hmm. But I do find it very interesting, the timing of all of this right before the midterms. I, th- I find it, I feel it's very in- ingenuous, disingenuous, fake. It's just the vibes I get from her. I don't think she's all about freedom. I think she's still a WEF puppet, like mm-hmm. you said. So you and I don't disagree on that. I just don't. I don't know that, and I don't think a lot of these Democrats want a lot of some of what this wokeism stands for. Like crime? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about the crime. I'm talking about the the transgenderism and the pedophilia and the stuff that. Really, I mean, honestly, you can't tell me that Tulsi Gabbard isn't human. As much as she might be part of the WEF and these global elitists and she might be part of the problem, not all of these people stand for, and we have to stop lumping everybody in the same category, you know? Um, And that's the problem is just because the Democrat Party you know, is going more towards this woke ideology and transgenderism and and pedophilia and crimes against children and stuff like along those lines. That doesn't mean that everybody in the Democrat Party stands for that. No. You know, and just like we don't want to be lumped into the same category as these far right extremists who do have um, very extremist ideologies. We can't also lump every Democrat into the far left. And that's one thing that I think we need to remember that we've kind of forgotten about because our country is so divided and it's become so black and white. Yeah. And we're not black and white. We're shades of gray. We're all different colors. We're all different. Everything. We have to stop. So I'm not going to lump Tulsi Gabbard in with the far left radical extreme leftists. I'm just not. Do I still think that she is a globalist? Absolutely. Do I still think she's a WEF puppet? Absolutely. But do I really think she's a bad guy in the bigger scheme of things? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What has she done? It's bit, I mean, that's what know. I'm saying. We have to stop lumping people all in the same category. I just don't trust the globalists. I don't trust them either. Period. But I do like, think I do, that all the globalists I do kind of lump into this. They think they're elitist and better than everybody. And they want to enslave humanity. And see, and I don't necessarily think that. I think that, like Josh has said in the past, there's different factions to this. There are those global elites, and I think this is the category that she fits in. And this is my just my own personal opinion. She's in the. She wants to be part of that global elite. But she still wants people to be able to make their own choices. I think she I think she truly wants what's best for humanity. I mean, we can put, you know, Putin in the same category. He's one of them. He sits at the table with those people. Yeah, I don't want him in charge either. But look at what he's doing for his own country. Doesn't mean that I doesn't mean I'm a Putin supporter. Doesn't mean that I am a Russia pro-Russia supporter. But Honestly, he's fighting. He's fighting against these global elites too. So we've got different factions to all of this, and I think that that's what we're seeing is the split off of these different factions and the breaking apart of this into these smaller factions. Yeah, and that's just my opinion. I guess it's just such a fucked up mess that I don't 
I want nothing to do with any of it. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> it's so I'm I'm gonna be perfectly happy complex. living on a thousand acres by myself. It's so complex. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We're definitely you know, we do have to wait and see how things play out. But I think that the biggest part of this is we need to stop being so intolerant of one another. I don't know though, but then what if there's somebody who's just like a rhino posing as one way, they get their power and then they just flip the script. You know what I mean? Like you can't, I don't trust anybody. That's just me. I don't trust anybody either, but you know, um, the problem with that is, is that it causes a lot of infighting or you get screwed. You get screwed. It's kind of fucked either way (laughs) situation. Like, okay, so I gotta rephrase what I said. I, I'm perfectly fine living on a thousand acres by myself with my husband. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, with me, I hope, in the comments. <laughs> yes, with you and our kid and my mother, because that's about the only people I can stand. <laughs> but, oh man, yeah. it's such a complex issue. It looks like um, Meow Meow Time agrees with you. It's a hard topic for sure. Well, we see it all over the place. You see it on Twitter. You get conservatives that are fighting with each other because they have different views. Oh, my God. When did we start being so intolerant of one one another? True. When did we stop being able to respect other people's opinions? You and I can disagree. You don't necessarily agree with my opinion on this topic, but you don't hate me for it. I mean, we're pretty close, though. But, yeah, no, we can talk talk about it. It's fine. It's okay that you're wrong about it. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not wrong. I'm, used to I'm never being wrong. Right. <laughs> Ask my husband. He will tell you I am never wrong. I'm just kidding. Um. I, told, I, I told him two things about me. I said, there's two things you need to know about me. And this is, you know, everybody on this platform. Can know it's not a secret. And I don't make a secret out of it. I said, there's two things you need to know about me. He goes, okay, what's that? I go, one, I can be a bitch. Number two, I always get my way. And he laughed at me. He's not laughing anymore. Oh, <laughs> so. I, I like your response, though. I'm never wrong. <laughs> I'm never wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Ask my child. I'm never oh. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, though. We need to come together on some things, and things are so divided, and I'm even a victim of this because I don't trust anybody. I don't care if it's Tulsi Gabbard or... No, I don't trust her either. Insert name here. It's like I've been so thrashed back and forth and lied to i'm like i don't trust nobody i don't trust anybody anyway least of all elizabeth warren pocahontas oh yeah pocahontas oh man she got (laughs) (laughs) slammed in social media yesterday for oh it's hilarious columbus day which everyone who's woke wants to call it indigenous people's day right because columbus is columbus day is racist and she was talking about it, and I almost commented on her Twitter post and said, you know, maybe you ought to sit this one out, Pocahontas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because uh, we all know what happened, and Donald Trump made an absolute fool of her. So. Um, well, anything else you want to cover? I, I got to actually wrap it up, but... Uh... Anything else that's... We have a lot more news that we didn't get to. We do have a lot of news. This is a daily occurrence now, nowadays. Right. Oh, I do find it funny that uh, the Biden regime requires all trans women, 
to register for the draft if they were born as a man. Oh, yeah. Men are exempt because obviously they were born as women. Yeah. So by default, the Biden administration is um, defining the difference between a man and a woman. <laughs> so, Hypocrites, man. Kind of funny. Fail. Which I thought Fail. was hilarious. That was really the only other thing um, yeah. that I had. So. Everything uh, is still progressing and escalating in the middle in Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, Russia considers uh, the Crimea bridge blast a declaration of war, which is not good. Yeah. So we'll see where these uh, things NATO, go. NATO back in 2015 tried to blow up Nord Stream 1. Uh, Gazprom mm. had released photos of that. So I'm sure Josh will go over a lot of this stuff tonight. But, Absolutely, um, and um, <laughs> thanks for the heads up, Tom. You said tread lightly, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Um, uh, I know somebody said that narcissists are always right. <laughs> yeah, well, um, narcissist uh, mother, I don't know. <laughs> last night, uh, there were some posts, too, on social media. I'm sure Josh will go over, and... Um, yeah, we'll be live tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, and uh, go over that with Joshua Reed on the Daily Dose. And then uh, tomorrow we'll be back here, 8.30 a.m. East, 8.30 a.m. Pacific time with morning coffee. Sorry, I got uh, things going on. We're getting, we're getting going. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. You guys, please come to the Social Red Pill, private social network www.socialredpill.com www.socialredpill.com free to join you can also subscribe and support us there if you want to donate you could go to social uh, i'm sorry you could go to redpills.tv slash go and help support decentralized news and media there and other than that you guys will see you around the internet and tomorrow we'll be live again Andrea, thank you for joining me. Once again, we'll be live again tonight and tomorrow morning and then that night and then the next morning and then that night. <laughs> and then the next morning. Until the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Mick and Velen will be live this afternoon as well. So enjoy all the, all the programs. Let us know what's going on. Share the news. Share your opinions. Leave the comments. Hit the pluses. Good to see you all. Godspeed. God bless. Godspeed. Bye, guys.